You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. In our fourth week, pag-uusapan po natin ay tungkol sa tunay na pananampalataya. Malamang po ay marami na kayo narinig na katuroan tungkol dito. Pero what we will be talking today is that ano ba talaga? What is genuine faith or yung true faith or real faith? Dahil marami pong mga tao ang nagkiklaim na sila po ay may pananampalataya. And we cannot question them when they claim na meron silang pananampalataya. Pero ano ba ang prueba ng isang taong may tunay na pananampalataya? Kasi obviously may tunay, merong hindi tunay. At pareho ba yung sinasabi nating naniniwala sa nananampalataya? Is it the same when we say we believe in God and we have faith in God? Yun po ang ating tatalakayin ngayon. And I hope, you know, maunawaan natin ito sa pinakasimpleng paraan. So, ang titulo po ng ating mensaheng ngayon is Faith Produces Works and Serves Other. In James chapter 2, verses 14 to 26, sabayan po ninyo ako pagbasa ng malakas. Simulan natin. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works, can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also, faith by itself, if it does not have works, is what? Is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. They said, show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. And you believe that God is one? You do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. Do you want to be shown a foolish person that faith apart from works is useless? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? You see that faith was active along with his works. And faith was completed by his works. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. And he was called a friend of God. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. And in the same way, was not also Rahab the prostitute justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out by another way? For as the body apart from the spirit is dead, so also faith apart from works is dead. Holy Spirit, help us once again. We recognize and acknowledge that you are our best teacher. Teach us this morning. Guide us into all truth. Let your anointing come upon this place, Lord God, that it may break and destroy our wrong mindset, even our wrong understanding about your word. And Father God, use my lips to present your word in the simplest way. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, what we have just read, in a way, clearly illustrates kung ano agad ang gusto kong sabihin sa bawat isa sa atin. That genuine faith goes beyond confession. 
it leads to compassion. Let me say it again. Ang tunay na pananampalataya ay higit pa sa pagsasalita lamang, ito'y nagdudulot ng gawa. Meron tayong kasabihan that action speaks louder than words. Yan mga Kung ibabasi natin sa ating mga Kristiyano, may mga tao, nakakalungkot man aminin, that there are Christians, huwag na tayong lumayo, Kristiyano sa nguso, wala sa puso. Bakit natin nasabi ang mga bagay nito? You see, ang tunay na pananampalataya ay dapat na makita sa ating pamumuhay, hindi lamang sa ating mga sinasabi. Ganun kasimple ang pag-uusapan natin ngayon. Kibalikan natin yung ikalabing apat na talata. Sabi dito ng Santiago, an- anong, anong pakinabang ang, ma- ang may bibigyan na ito, mga kapatid? Sabi niya, kung may magsasabi, kung may isang taong magsasabi na siya may pananampalataya, kaya lang, wala siyang gawa. May, medyo maintriga, no? Yeah. Parang ngayon dito, there is a challenge, especially for us as Christians. If we say we have faith, as sabi niya, if someone says he has faith but does not have works, can that faith save him? Yun ang intriga dito. Now, ang mga talatang ito ay hindi po salungat sa itinuturo ni Pablo sa Efeso. At yung palagi na nating sinasabi noon patungkol po sa pananampalatayang nagdudulot ng kaligtasan. Walang contradiction about that. Pero maraming mga tao na may ibang paniniwala na ito ang ginagamit nila at sinasabing hindi sapat ang pananampalataya lang. Kailangan gumawa ka para ikaw ay maligtas. Now, hindi po yun ang sinasabi dito ni Santiago at papatunayan ko sa inyo for, for a few minutes. Now, ang, ang sinasabi lang dito is that he he's not questioning the salvation by grace and faith alone, pero what he's trying to say here is that he is correcting yung mga tao during his time who, who are perverting the doctrine of justification by faith through antinomianism. Okay, so, uh, wag tayo matakot doon sa salitang yun. Ang, ang antinomianism, actually, or yung ang isang taong antinomian, you know, anti is against, is, nomos is law. So, against the law. Ang mga taong ito, ang paniwala nila, na dahil ang mga Kristiyano na raw po ay nasa ilalim na ng biyaya ng Diyos, under the grace of God, and no longer under the law. Sabi nila, Kung ikaw ay nasa ilalim na ng biyaya ng Diyos, sabi niya, ikaw ay pinalaya na ng Diyos para sumunod sa batas. Okay? Now, that's very tricky. Kasi pagka ganun ang sinasabi nitong mga antinomian na to, they believe that, that, that you know, salvation is by grace through faith. They believe on that. Kaya lang, dun sa kalaha, yung kasunod na pinaniniwalaan nila, dun medyo questionable. Nasabi na, dahil you have been saved by grace through faith, then you are no longer under the law. Right. You're no longer under the law. But, etong pambalansi, it does not mean that now you can violate the law. Are you hearing me? Most especially the moral law. Now, ang delikato kasi sa ganung uri ng kaisipan at katruan is that kung ako'y naging Kristiyano by grace through faith, then that's, it, it, it means na I can do anything under the sun. So again, ang punto ron, ay bakit pa tayo kailangan magbago? In fact, ang sasabihin ko, eh bakit pa tayo naborn again? O bakit pa tayo na, na, naligtas kung ganun din ang buhay natin? So malabo ito. Ito, yung ganung klaseng kaoruan. Now, let me just show you yung sinasabi na parang contradiction. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, sabi mo, For by grace you have been saved through faith. Ikaw ay naligtas dahil sa kabutihan ng Diyos at sa pamamagitan ng iyong pananampalataya. 
At anong sabi sa ikalawang bahagi? At ito ay hindi sa iyong sariling gawa. This is not according or to your own doing. It is a gift. Sabihin nyo nga, gift. Walang gift na binabayaran. Walang gift na pinagtatrabawahan. Ang gift walang bayad kaya binigay sa'yo dahil love ka ng tao, siya nagmamalasak siya, kaya binigyan ka ng gift. Ganun din ang Diyos. Ang kaligtasan ay libre. Thank God, libre. Dahil kung may bayad yan, lugi tayong kakaunti lang ang kakayanan na makabayad. Na, naunawaan niyo po ba? Kaya nga ito yung pambalanse. Whether mayamang ka, mahirap, lalaki, babae, o whoever and whatever you are, God offers this gift of salvation for free. And the only thing that we have to do is receive it by grace. Dahil nakita mo ang kabutihan loob ng Diyos and receive it by faith. At sabi ron, not a result of works so that no one may boast. Again, kung kayang iligtas ng isang tao ang kanyang sarili sa pamagitan ng mga gawa, maraming mayabang. Maraming magyayabang. Kung kayang iligtas ng tao sa pamagitan ng pagpapagawa ng mga gusali, pagtulong lang sa mahirap, kung yun ang basihan ng kaligtasan, eh para tayong walang kakayanan na gumawa nun? Lugi naman tayo. Now, I don't believe that our God is partial on this. You know? Ito yung mga equalizer. Kaya last week, yun ang established natin. That God is no respecter of person. He shows no partiality. He offers salvation for free. Para sa lahat. Now, bagamat in-offer niya, syempre, depende pa rin sa tao kung tatanggapin niya. Hindi porkit in-offer ng Lord, automatic ligtas ka na. Hindi ho. Merong tayong bahagi. Ano yung bahagi natin doon? Yung pananampalataya. Now, para mas maintindihan natin ang, ang, ang aspetong ito, balikan natin yung verse 14 ng James 2. Okay, pero tignan natin sa The Message Bible. Kasi sabi sa The Message Bible, Dear friends, do you think you'll get anywhere in this if you learn all the right words? Sabi nyo nga right words. Alam mo, lahat ng tamang salita, but never do anything. Wow, mas malinaw. And then he said, does merely talking about faith indicate that a person really has it? Kunyari, kung sinabi kong, meron akong faith, genuine faith, sabi niya, sabi ni Santiago, okay, you, you have the right to claim that. You have the right na ang kinimiya. Pero, kung sinasabi may pananampalataya ka, hindi naman nakikita. Kaya ka ba iligtas yung sinasabi mong pananampalataya? Now, pakinggan nyo. Even nung panahon nila, James, may mga tao nang nagpapanggap or parang hindi nagpapanggap. May mga tao nang nag-aakala na sila may pananampalataya. Okay? Now, sa totoo lang, walang nakakakita ng pananampalataya. Diyos lang. Niniwala po ba kayo? We can never tell that, right? Only God knows kung tayo ay mayroong faith o wala. Oh, yun naman pala, Pastor, ba't kailangan pa natin pakita? Hindi natin sa Diyos ipinapakita kung tayo may pananampalataya o wala ipinapakita natin ito sa tao nang sa ganun, magkaroon sila ng kaliwanagan sa isipan nila na merong Diyos na nangangailangan din ng pananampalataya, hindi nangangailangan, na merong Diyos na tumutugon sa ating pananampalataya. Na, na, nakita niyo ba yung pagkakaiba nun? So, yung faith na yun is not really for God to see, but that faith is for other people to see as a testimony. Kaya lagi ko sinasabi, ang kristyanong walang patotoo, hindi totoo. Ang kristyanong walang nabago, 
sa buhay. Regardless of how that person claims and declare that he or she is a Christian, if there's no change at all, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not judging because that's what the Bible says. It must be sin. Amen. Dahil kung sasabihin ng isang Kristiyano, meron akong faith, ligtas ako, and I'm doing the same thing, sasabihin lang ng iba tao, eh, anong pinagkaiba natin? Hanggang ngayon, sinungaling ka. Anong pinagkaiba natin? Hanggang ngayon, hindi ka nagbabayad. Anong pinagkaiba natin? Hanggang ngayon, you know, galing ka sa pamilya mo, inaaway mo ang asawa mo. Kung makapalo ka sa anak mo, parang, parang, you know, parang alipin, you know, how, how can we convince them? Do you know that the, one of the reasons why we can convince other people that there is God and there is miracle is because of your life? Kaya ang naririnig sa kanila, oh, talaga, naku, naku, nagbago, ay, talaga, may himala. Ngayon, they believe that there is God. Ngayon, they believe that God really performs miracle and is in the business of changing lives. Now, mas maganda sa NLT. Okay, sabi sa NLT ganito. What good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but don't show it by your action? Oh, galing, ano? You don't show it by your action. Can that faith save anyone? Now, ano yung sinasabi sa last part? Yung can that kind of faith save anyone? What, what kind of faith was he trying to say here? Now, he was trying to say that the kind of faith, that faith is never seen in practice. Sabi niya, yung bang pagsasabi lang na may pananampalataya siya, pero hindi nakikita sa gawa, can that faith save him? Yun yung kinikwestiyon ni Santiago. It's not really the faith na tinuturo ni Pablo. Ah, naintindihan niyo po ba? So it's not a contradiction per se. Now, my question is this, you know, again, any declaration of faith, and anyone can do that, any declaration of faith that does not result in changed life and in doing good is a dead faith. Isang patay na pananampalataya. Ah, okay, again, alam ko may naglalaro sa mga isipan nyo. Papaano bang yung ating mga aksyon o yung ating mga ginagawa, how, how, does, how does this relate how does our action relate to genuine faith? Now, puntaan natin yung sinabi ni Pablo sa Philippians chapter 12. Gamitin ko NLT, New Living Translation, okay? Sabi ni Pablo rito, Dear friends, you always followed my instruction when I was with you. And now that I am away, it is even more important. Now, basahin nyo nga yung sumunod na talata. Ano sabi? Yung sumunod na pakangusap. Ano sabi? Lakas nyo. Work hard. Sabi nyo sa katabi mo, Work hard. Kung yung katabi mo, tingin mo, ligtas, save na, may faith na. Sabi mo, work hard. Ano yung work hard natin? Sabi niya, work hard to what? To show, ang alin, the results of your salvation. Sabi niya, sinasabi mo, ligtas ka na. Okay, fine, no problem. I won't doubt it. Pero sabi niya, you work hard to show the result of your salvation. How? By obeying God with deep reverence and fear. Let me say it again. We do not do good works to be saved. We do good works because we are saved. Hindi tayo gumagawa ng mabuting bagay para maligtas. No, we cannot earn our salvation. Pero ngayong ligtas ka, kung tunay tayong naniniwala, 
na tayo ligtas at may tunay tayong pananampalataya, sabi ni Santiago, ngayon, ipakita mo. Pakita mo yung bunga. Now, you see, many times, or even si Jesus himself, sa turo niya sa gospel, makikilala mo lang ang isang tao by their fruit. You shall know them by their fruit. Hindi may tatatuan ng isang puno kung ano yung lumabas na bunga. Tama? At kung ano yung lumabas na bunga, doon mo malalam, ah, ito pala, ito pala'y puno ng santol. Ah, ito pala'y puno ng mangga. Bakit? Nakita mo. May mangga, nakita mo ng santol. Tama po ba? Normal. Yes. Oo. Ganun din po sa atin. It's more than just ipagkalanda ka natin, oy Christian ako. Uy, born again ako. Or makipag-debate tayo sa may mga maling, alam nating maling katuruha. Yeah, hindi po, hindi yun ang mahalaga. Asa, kahit di ka makapag-debate, pero pag nakita sa buhay natin ang pagkakaiba, doon yan maniniwala kahit hindi ka magsalita. Why? Again, because action speaks louder than words. Are you following me? Maganda to eh. Kasi this will open up our thinking that there is no such thing as dead faith. There is no such thing as, you know, I had an encounter with God, pero kung walang pagbabago, which is impossible. Impossible. Impossible hindi magkaroon ng pagbabago pag ang isang tao ay nagkaroon ng enkwentro. Jesus, sigurado yung magbabago. Why? Because our God is in the business of changing lives. And he's so much in the, I always say, he's, he's more interested na mabago yung buhay. He's more interested with our character than our charisma. Kaya yun po yung sinasabi dito. We work hard. Now, alam nyo, pagka, binasa nyo pang kasunod yung verse 10 ng Ephesians 2, diba? we are saved by grace through faith, it's not of your work, it's a gift of God, so no one should boast. Alam nyo yung verse 10, dapat hindi natin inihiwala yun. Kasi, bakit? Ano yung sinasabi sa verse 10? Sabi ron, Ngayon na intindi mo, you're saved by grace through faith, not of your work, it's a gift of God. Sabi niya, for you. Sino yung you? Yung mga Kristiyano. Yung mga nagkiklaim na sila'y Kristiyano at may pananampalataya sa sila. For you are, cre- you are His workmanship, obra maestra, created in Christ Jesus for good works. Nilikha tayo kay Kristo Jesus for good works even before the foundation of the world. Now, that would somehow open up our understanding na, you know, it's normal na dapat makita ang good works na yung alam natin na ligtas tayo. Yun po, yung, yung, yung sinabi ng Panginoon. You know, kaya nga, yung sinabi niya, you work hard to show the results of your salvation. Sa ibang translation, sabi, you work out. Lagi itong na, narinig na. You work out. Hindi sinabing you work for your salvation. You work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Why? Sabi sa verse 13, For God is working, where? In you. How? Giving you the desire. Desire to what? To do good works, to obey Him, and the power to do what pleases Him. Again, simple lang. God works in, we work out. He works in, we work out. If God does not work in, we will work for our salvation. Malino po ba? Okay? Kaya nga, you know, pagdating sa kaligtasan, hindi natin kailang pagtrabawan, pero matapos 
na malama mo, matapos na tanggapin mo sa Jesus sa buhay mo bilang tagapagligtas, doon na dapat makita ang mga mabubuting gawa. So it is God who works in us para maipakita yung good works na makakalugod sa Kanya. And for this matter, even kay James, ano yun? You know, it's in, in that case of helping the poor. Kaya alam niyo, gusto ko yung kaninang sinabi ni Marlo doon sa, you know, Ngayon ko lang, na, na, kanina, kanina ngayon ko lang, parang yun, pero parang nag-struck sa akin yun. Nasabi niya, when you help the scholars, yung mga, hindi maka, walang kakaya na mag-aral dahil sa kakulangan ng When you help the scholars, you do not just help one scholar, but you help the whole family. And that becomes a testimony na nagbibigay sa, kanya ng, sa kanila ng pag-asa na mayroong Diyos sa mundong ito. Amen? Come on, give the Lord a praise for that. And I love that. And then, he gave an illustration. In-illustrate ito ni Santiago. Sabi niya, ito illustration yan, mga kapatid. Yung sinasabi kong uh, faith plus good works. Sabi niya, if a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, sabi niya, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warm and filled without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? Kung may dumating na kapatiran, kapatid mo, na mahirap, poorly clothed, baka makain. At sasabihin ko siya sa inyo, God bless you. Be filled. Be warm without you know, qualifying, without giving them the things they need at that moment. I mean, what good is that? Ah, bigyan ko kay mindset dito. A person with a dead faith, ito yon. A person with a dead faith may notice someone in need. Okay? Now, tandaan nyo, we're talking about fellow believers here. Wag na tayong lumabas yun. Dito mo na. You know, he, 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 he noticed the person and so their need, but nothing, did nothing to meet those needs. All he did was to say some pious word. Alam mo yung pious word? Mga religion, oh God bless you. Ay, pagpalain ka ng Diyos. You know, parang ito, ibig sabihin, sabi ni Santiago, binibigay mo sa Diyos ang responsibilidad na paragpuin ang pangangailangan niya ng oras na ito. May mali ba doon? Wala. Talagang ang Diyos ang pupurvide. Pero, Aantayin ba natin ang Diyos magbagsak ng pera para ma-provide ang kanyang pangangailangan? Hindi ko, delikado yun. Paano kung puro bariya yung bumagsak? Tama kayo, ang Diyos ang nagpo-provide. Pangako niya, He shall provide all your needs. He shall supply everything, all your needs. Pero, ang Diyos ho, hindi bababa dito sa lupa para ibigay yun. Gagamit siya ng mga instrumento. At sino sa palagay natin ang una niyang gagamitin instrumento? Unbeliever o yung mga anak niya? Because sabihin din tayo, charity begins at home. Ibig sabihin, pag-ibig nagsisimula sa tahanan. Tayo, sa pamilya natin, di ba? Tayo yung unang tumutulong na mapanagpo ang pangangailangan ng pamilya natin. At kung dumating tayo sa punto na wala na tayong kakayanan, yun na, ang Diyos ay nagpapadala ng ibang tao para tumugon din. Pero sa atin, dapat munang makita. And the same way, sa pamilya ng Diyos, dito sa mundong nito, tayo muna-unang magtulungan. 
Tignan niyo po ba yung ibig sabihin? Eh, pastor, baka umasa sa akin yan. Nah, pakinggan niyo to. Kung ang ating gagawin ay tulungang mapunan ang kanyang pangangailangan at ipaalala at ituro sa kanya na sila'y dapat tumingin sa Diyos, hindi na natin problema kung sila'y patuloy na tumingin sa atin. Kaya nga sabi ni, even si John, he confirmed na in 1 John chapter, I think chapter 2, chapter 5, sabi niya, kung meron ka, if you have the material things, at nakakita ka ng kapatid mong nangangailangan, eh sabi nga at hindi mo pinagkalob, sabi niya, do not love in words only, but also in deed. Are you still here with me? Now, this is the reality of our faith na ang pananampalatay natin dapat makita. We do not just wish them, I God bless you. Ay, tumingin ka kay Lord. Okay yun, okay yun. Pero, kung may kaka- in fact, in the book of Proverbs, the same thing. Sabi niya, kung may kakaya ng kantulungan, yung nangangailangan, at that very moment, wag mo nang pigilan ng kamay mong tuluan. Huwag mo nang sabihin sa kanya, bumalik ka ng bukas o sa isang linggo, kung may kakaya ng kanang gawin ito at that moment. Are still here? Now, sabi ni John Calvin, sabi niya, it is faith alone that justifies. Faith alone that justifies. Pananampalataya lamang ang magpapawalang sala. Pero, sabi niya, ang pananampalataya na nagpapawalang sala ay hindi pwedeng mag-isa. May kasunod yan na mabuting gawa. Kaya nga sabi niya ni James sa verse 17, So also, faith by itself, if it does not have work, is what? Dead. Clear. Three times actually, from verse, verses 14 to 26, three times mentioned ito. Dito sa talata, 17, verse 20, and verse 22. Iisang sinasabi, that same idea, that faith alone is useless. It's dead. It's no use. Emphasizing on the fo- yung, yung focus niya is that faith must be accompanied with good works. Ang mga taong mayroong patay na pananampalataya, ang kanilang pananampalataya, naranasan lang nilang kanilang pananampalataya intellectually. Okay. Intellect. Alam lang nila. Alam nila. You know? Marami silang, you know, uh, alam nyo yung sabing, if they only say without doing anything, parang alam nila ang vocabulary sa panalangin, alam nila may memory verse sila, alam nila na, na you know, even the, the doctrines, in fact, nakikipag-debate sila sa maraming ba, pero kung, kung ganun pa rin, kung di mo pa rin natutulungan, na, anong say-say? Buti na lang sa pang, alam niyo pinagpapasalamat ko sa Panginoon? Sa Panginoon, hindi paramihan ng alam eh. Sa Panginoon, paramihan ng ginagawa kahit ko konti ang alam. Amen. You know? Kabisado man natin ang Biblia from cover to cover, including the cover, but if we're not doing anything about what we have read and, and heard, natandaan natin, sa langit, walang memory verse. Sa lupa, may memory verse. Minsan, sa, sa Sunday school ng bata. Pero dito, hindi memory verse. Application ng memory verse. Amen. You know? Kaya nga, again, you know, how can faith be at work sa aspetong ito? It's clear again. It's by helping the poor and the needy. Especially yung ating mga kapatiran. Now, alam pa ninyo, 
Even in Galatians chapter 6, verse 10, ang sabi rin ni Pablo ganito, Una, tinuro niya about sowing and reaping, you know, ano tanim mo, aanihin mo, and that's true, it's a principle. Pero sabi niya sa verse 10, as we have therefore opportunity, agad may pagkakataon, sabi niya, let us do good to all men. Kawa tayo mabuti sa lahat ng tao. Tapos, kama, may dinagtong pa siya, especially, kanino, to those who are in the household of faith. Check it out. So, faith must be seen. It should be expressed through our actions. Now, let me also sidetrack a little. Uh, pa- para ma- ma- masa, eh, pastor, di mo naiintindihan sitwasyon ko eh. Eh, ako mismo nangangailangan eh. Yeah, naiintindihan ko. Pero, let me just paint another picture sa manyo. Using si Pablo din in 2 Corinthians, you know, chapter 8, or oh, chapter 9. Alam niyo ba, ganito mag-bless si Lord. Ganito, ganito gumalaw ang Diyos sa buhay natin. Si Lord, pag nagbigay sa atin, pakinggan to, check nyo na lang, pagdating sa bahay, basahin nyo, sa, sa, sa 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Si Lord, ganito. Pag nag-bless siya sa atin, dalawa binibigay niya. Ang sabi, nagbibigay siya ng tinapay para kainin at binhi para itanim. Kaya huwag na kayo magtataka kung may mga pagkakataon, may sobra kayong pera. Yung sobrang perang yun, hindi lahat pang sale pag may sale sa South Mall. Yes, ma'am. Gusto naman ni Lord. Okay, enjoy mo naman yung fruit. Pero, sabi ron, He gives bread to eat and seed to sow. I challenge you. Ganon palagi mag-bless si Lord. Eh, Pastor, bakit parang sa akin, bakit parang doon lang sa bread to eat, tapos doon sa bread to eat, hindi pa sapat. Yun ang magandang tanong. Alam niyo bakit? Kasi may principle din si Lord na pag natagpuan niyo tayong tapat sa kakaunti, pagkakatiwalaan niya tayo ng malaki o ng marami. May nung hamong ko sa'yo, nawahoy, matagpuan tayong tapat ng Diyos sa kakaunti para dumating yung marami. Kaya nga, tandaan niyo to, pag nag-bless si Lord, may pangkain ka, that's for your need. Pero tanda mo, meron din siyang binibigay sa yung sobra na binhi para itanim. Huwag mong kainin yung binhi, huwag mong gawin butong pakwan o squash seed. Yung binhi, pantanim. Tinapay, pangkain. Nang pwede ba naman kainin yung binhi? Pero huwag kang umasa na meron kang tatanggaping ani. Ikinain mo yung pantanim eh. Pag may isinuksok, alam niyo po ba yun? Millennials, di na ata alam yun eh. Pag may isinuksok, may nasaksak. May du- madudukot. Yun yun eh. Ganun kasimple yun mga kapatid. Now, Eto sa akin lang. Hindi ko alam sa inyo. Hindi ko rin alam kung mali. Correct nyo ako. Pero, kunyari sa mga nasunugan, mas gugustuhin ko na magbigay kaysa ako mismo masunugan. Now, hindi ito panlalait sa kanila award. Hindi. Because sabi rin ni G, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Because when we receive, that's the only amount we can have or whatever thing that we have. But when you start giving, it becomes seed na itinatanim mo. So that in the future, pag tayo naman ang nangailangan, meron tayong aanihin through other people. Isn't God good? Ganun ang prinsipyo ng Panginoon. Kaya, you know, ang gusto ng Panginoon, tayo pala bigay generous tayo. Amen? Ngayon, kung talagang wala, sinabi mo wala, wala. Di magantay tayo kung kailan meron. Pero ang punto rito, let's not make an excuse to help the needy. 
Ilang ang punto natin dito. Alright? Now, kaya nga, again, genuine faith goes beyond confession. It leads to compassion. Kailangan ito'y nakikita, hindi lamang naririnig. Now, verse 18, sabi niya, but someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Now, sabi niya, pakita mo sa akin yung pananampalataya mo na walang gawa at ipapakita ko sa yung pananampalataya ko sa pamamagitan ng gawa. I love that. Okay, show me your faith apart from works and I'll show you mine by my works. Again, only God can see our faith but other people will see the manifestation. Let me ibig sabihin ng show dito, show me your faith. Ibig sabihin nito, you demonstrate it. Exhibit it. Alam mo yung parang sa korte, di ba? Pagka merong inakusahan at papatunayan, sasabihin ng hukom, oh, Ilabas nyo ang mga proweba. Exhibit A. Pa, 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 pa. Exhibit B. Okay, you're guilty. Ganun tayo. Ang parang nasa kaso ngayon. Okay, sinasabi mo may pananampalataya ka? Pakita. Exhibit A. Sabi ng lawyer mo, um, Judge, sorry, wala eh. Okay, exhibit B. Sa pamilya niya. Uh, um, sorry, Judge, wala. Okay, guilty na. Wala na. Tapos na. Sarado. Guys, dismiss. Guilty. Kano lang yun. So, anong kailangan may maipakita? Hindi para ipagyabang. Again, lahat ng bagay na ginagawa nating mabuting gawa para sa kaluwalhatian ng Diyos. At siya lang. Hindi tayo. Amen? Alam niyo, pagka ganun ang naging ugali natin, every time we do good works, you know, at tayo pinapasal. Okay lang pasalamatan, pero yung ikaw ma... Yung para sikat... Kaya tayo, hindi tayo nag-a-announce. Sabi nga ni Jesus, huwag nang ipaalam ng kanan kung yung ginagawa niya sa kaliwa. Let's do it in secret. Si Lord na nakakakita sa atin in secret will what? Reward you openly. At doon tayo binubuhusan ng Diyos ng pagpapala para nang sa ganun, mas maging pagpapala pa tayo sa iba. Amen. Now, I think, you know, God deserves a praise for that. And so again, talking about faith and talking about believing, is it the same, one and the same? Now, tignan natin. Sabi dito, you believe that God is one? You do well. Wow, great. Niniwala ka? Nang Diyos ay isa. Galeng. Okay yan. Approve. Pero kapatid, sabi niya, kahit ang mga demonyo naniniwala. So you sure, kung puro paniniwala tayo, forgive me to say this, but wala tayong pinagkaiba sa demonyo. Kung puro paniniwala lang. You see, I can say, I believe that the sky is blue and the grass is green. I don't need faith. But I believe. So in short, just believing naniniwala is different from nananampalataya. Kaya last week, ano sabi natin? You know, yung behave, how we behave towards other people indicates what we truly believe about God. Hindi pwede maghiwalay. Yung dalawang yun. It all, they go hand in hand. Bakit? To prove, to demonstrate, to exhibit. Yan ang sinasabi niya. Kaya sabi niya, kung paniniwala lang, kahit ang demonyo naniniwala. Pero naligtas ba sila? Hindi. Maliligtas ba sila? Hindi rin. So walang pinagkaiwa. Ngayon, sabi niya, gusto mong pang illustration? Okay, bibigyan pa kita. Sabi niya, do you want to be shown a foolish person? That faith apart from work is useless? And then he started, you know, na magkwento siya. 
Anong kwento niya? Si Abraham at saka si Rehab. Alam niyo ba yung, yung kwento ni Abraham? Now, si Abraham sa Genesis 12, tinawag ng Panginoon na iwan niya ang kanyang mga, ang kanyang mga relatives at pumunta doon sa bayan kasi pinili siya ng Diyos. Pumunta sa isang lugar na sasabihin ng Diyos. Alam niyo, bagamat hindi sinabi ng Diyos kung saan pupunta, si Abraham, sabi ng Biblia, kinabukasan, naghanda na siya. And he left. And he obeyed God. You know? And then, ang Panginoon nagpakita sa kanya, nangako sa kanya, Abraham, gagawin kitang ama ng maraming bansa. Which is in the natural, impossible. Bakit? Number one, siya ho ay medyo maiden na. At pangalawa, ang kanyang asawa, na ang pangalan ay Sarah, eh, sarado ang sinapupunan. Eh, hindi pwedeng magbuntis. Pinangakuan siya when he was 75 years old. Alam niyo kung kailan na-fulfill? When he was 100 years old. Could you imagine that? 25 years of waiting, and yet he did not doubt God. Misa sa atin, 25 minutes pa lang na hindi na ibibigyan. Sabi ko na nga ba, hindi totoo yung pangako ni Lord. Hindi, huwag kang bibitaw. 25 minutes pa lang. Meron ka pang 24 years and uh, 300. You know. Are you still here? Kasi gusto natin parang, Lord, gusto ko ng patience. Ngayon na, Lord, ngayon na. Hindi, papadalang ka muna ni Lord ng susubok sa iyong pasensya. Okay? So, again, got the story short, you know. Binigay ng, 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 ng Diyos ang anak kay Abraham, tumating sa punto, sabi ng Biblia, and God tested Abraham. Yun, yun ang mga naka-exciting. God tested Abraham. Papaanong paraan? Sabi ng Diyos kay Abraham, Abraham, lab na lab mo to si Isaac eh. Okay? Pwede mo bang ibigay sa akin yan, ialay sa akin yung anak mong pinakamamahal mo? Now, kung kayo ang may solong anak, Solong anak, ha? hindi sulong anak. Solong anak. Okay? At tapos siningin ni Lord. Bibigyan niyo ba? Sa totoo lang. Ako, apat anak ko. Puro gwapo yun. <laughs> Kaya pa ba nung magmamana? Sa nanay. Nung hiningi ng Panginoon, yung kahit sa isang anak, alam mo si Abraham, hindi nagduda. Now, tandaan niyo, nung panahon niya, pag sinabing alay, pinapatay yung sinusunog. No. Ano yung pangako ng Diyos kay Abraham? Magiging ama ka ng maraming bansa. Ilan ang anak niya? Isa. Doon pa lang parang yari na. Lord, kala ko ba, father of many nations. Tapos isa lang binigay mo sa Kasi mula sa liping yun, di ba? Naging anak ni Isaac, si Jacob, na labindalawang tribo. Oh, yun lang yung punto ng ano. But going back kay, kay Abraham. Alam niyo, hindi nagduto si Abraham. Sinabi, Abraham, alay mo yan. Yes, sir! Ganun si Abraham. Nung sinabi ni Lord kay Abraham, Abraham, soli mo ikapuko, tsaka kaloob. Yes, sir! Hindi siya nagpupunta sa CR. Ayan, manghihingi na naman. <laughs> hindi, 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 hindi na ganun si Abraham. Sobra ka na, Lord, ha? Nag-iisa na nga ito, kukunin mo pa, ha? Hindi. Bakit? Alam na Abraham ang kanyang pinaniniwalaan at pinananampalatayaan. Alam niya, kung sakali mangialay niya si Isaac, una, ang Diyos din nagbigay sa kanya. Anong problema niya? Pangalawa, sabi ng Biblia, alam niya na kayang buhay ng Diyos muli ang kanyang anak para ibalik sa kanya. So, anong pag-aalilanganan niya? Ah, kinabukasan, prepare na sila. Yeah, kasama niya yung isa niyang servant. Tapos, you know, kabayo, you know, ando yung panggato, lalakad sila. Yeah. Tapos, nung dumating, eto, tignan yung pananampalataya. Sabi ni Abraham doon sa lingkod niya, antay mo, antay ka rito ah. Pupunta kami ng anak ko doon, pero babalik kami. Niya sinabing, babalik ako. Sabi niya, babalik kami. Pero alam niya ba gagawin niya doon? Oo. Oh, 
Ano yung gagawin niya doon? Papatay yung anak, ialay sa Diyos. So pag bumalik siya, siya lang. Pero tingnan niyo yung pananampalataya niya sa Diyos. Kami ang babalik. Alright, pagkakas siya. Daladala nung anak niya, yung panggato. Hinanda na yung altar. At sabi ni Isaac, Dad, ah, may panggatong na tayo rito. You know, may altar na tayo rito. Asan yung iaalay natin? Oh, si Abraham, malabang lang to. Wala naman sa Biblia, malabang lang to. Si Sipol-Sipol. <laughs> Tapos sinisipulan niyang talian si isa ako. <laughs> ah, dad, dad, di mo ako sinasagot eh. <laughs> Asan yung iaalay natin? You know, nilagay na siya sa altar. You know, para, walang pag-aalilangan at pagdududa sa pananampalataya niya. At ang sabi ng Biblia, nung kanyang kinuha, yung punyal, at tatara ka na. Walang hesitation. Alam niyo kung ako yon, kung ako yon, malamang ganito gawin ko. Lord, ialay ko na yun ako. Lord, eto na ha. Mm. Lord! Lord! <laughs> malamang antayin ko. Mag-aantay ako. Alam niyo yung mga delaying tactics? Ha? Di ba? Lord, baka magbago isip mo. Magpadala ka na lang ng anghel na matanda dyan, yung mamamatay na. Yun lang, lang. Hindi. Are you still here with me? You know? And so, nung tatarakan niya na, tutuluyan niya na. Pagtaas yung punyal, sa kanagsalita ng Diyos, Abraham, wag. Ngayon, sabi niya, alam ko na, na hindi mo ipagkakait ang anumang bagay sa akin dahil sa iyong pananampalataya. Now, so, biglang merong kambing andun, natrap. Sa gilid. Kaya nga tinawag niya yung lugar na yun, that God is my Jehovah Jireh. God provides. Noong tanong ko, aksidente ba na natrap? Hindi. Nagpadala ang Diyos. Sabi niya doon sa isang kambing, oy ikaw, magsusuot ka nga sa tinikan na yun, ha? Sabi ng kambing, makakit mo. Eh, ikaw ang papalit doon sa anak niya. Yun ang destination mo. You know? Now, <laughs> listen, meron nang pumasok sa utak ko. Pakinggan niyo to. Alam niyo yung mga pangangailangan natin, inihahanda na ng Diyos yan. Kaya nang tinitignan niya ngayon, kung hanggang saan tayo susunod. You know? Pag nakita sumunod tayo, ah, bigla, <laughs> you know? And so, yeah. and that's the story. And he was blessed. In short, napatunayan yung kanyang pananampalataya. Kaya nga sumunod na, natalata sabi niya, you see that a person is justified by words and not by faith alone. Hindi justified is hindi na pawalang sala, kundi napatunayan. He demonstrated that. He demonstrated his faith by his word. Kaya 26, sabi niya, for as the body apart from the spirit is dead, so also faith apart from works is dead. That's why again, I strongly believe that ang tunay na pananampalataya, it goes beyond danguso. It leads to compassion. It must be seen. It should be seen. It must be demonstrated, exhibited for other people to see and know that truly God is a faithful God. Amen? Praise God. Let's all, come on. Give the Lord a praise and let's all stand up. Father, thank you so much for showing us that our faith needs to be demonstrated. It must be seen. And I just pray right now, God, give us the grace to obey. Even give us the grace, Lord God, help us to not just believe, but really have faith in you 
and your promises. And I just want to thank you because we know that you are a faithful God, that you're not the man that you should lie, nor a son of man that you should change your mind. And so, Father God, here we are. Once again, we offer to you our whole being as a living sacrifice. And if we have given to you our lives, then we can also give to you everything that we have right now. If you believe, let me change it. If you think that in one way or another, we have fallen short of that demonstration. We claim we have faith, but somehow we have not demonstrated it in front of other people, especially in helping those poor, the helpless, and the hopeless. Would you just ask God for forgiveness? We cannot set this aside. We cannot say, okay, now. No. If we're guilty, I challenge you. Let's just ask God. Wherever you are right now, I won't lead you in a prayer. I cannot lead you in a prayer of, of asking God for forgiveness. So wherever you are, just talk to God. God is not condemning you. He's not judging you. But He's reminding you and me that this is our responsibility. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Lord, forgive me if I have set aside the poor and the needy. If I do not think to help them somehow, even in a little way, bless them. Forgive me, Lord God. Lord, I repent and ask for your grace that once more you would give us the ability to be an extension to those who are hopeless and to those who are helpless. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God.